good to be the king. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> That's a fun. Full circle. <laughs> jump, jump. Jump, jump. Jump in my pocket. Alright, what up, what up guys? Welcome to another edition of Jump In Me Pocket. This is our number eight episode, I think. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. number eight. Yeah. Good deal, good deal. So tonight we got our uh, guest, special guest in the house. We got Mr. Larry Milam. What's up, man? How's it going? What's going on, brother? What's going on? <laughs> we got Mr. B-Red over here to my right. What is happening, people in podcast land? What's going on, y'all? <laughs> Not much, man. Um, I'm a new uh, granddad today. Yes, you are. For the second time. For the second yep. time. Congratulations, little, boss. Little granddaughter born today. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty proud there. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, like 3 o'clock yeah. this morning? Well, I got the call at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, about 30 minutes after I got there, it was here. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I heard the music playing, and as soon as I got there, you know, a little after I got there, I heard the music playing. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Does that's she it. Have your that's it. Yeah. She has well, no, she has way more hair than I do. <laughs> and, uh, does it's not you know it's, it's not, not saying much, much Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got room to talk anymore after shaving hey, your hair. Hey, hey, hey! I just trimmed it down to a nice little buzz. Okay, I still got more hair than you do. All right. <laughs> but uh, fight you on this. <laughs> but no, yeah, pretty proud of that uh, little little granddaughter. I get to spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about you, man? You got anything going on this week? Ah, uh, not much, man. We did uh, Halloween. Yes, sir. We had our uh, little Halloween get together that uh, we did over at Dolphy's and, and had a good time there. And you and Kayla were. Me and Kayla did uh, Vikings, Vikings, and uh, she was a shield maiden, and I tailored my look off. If anybody ever watched uh, the TV show Vikings, that was on History Channel. Okay. I, I went over. Uh, I based my costume on Floki. See, he was I, one of the main characters. I announced y'all at the contest, show. and I think. I called y'all barbarians. Yes, you kept saying barbarians. <laughs> yeah, which it's, wasn't that bad. I mean, it, it was, was still, yeah, you know, pretty that's, close. That's Vikings, pretty much what they were. Barbarians, tomato, tomato. Absolutely right. <laughs> but we had we had a good time awesome. on it, man. Y'all looked awesome. Thank you, sir. Um, Thank you. Me and uh, me and Karen were uh, Beetlejuice and uh, Lydia. Yep, Beetlejuice and Lydia at and the wedding. Uh, and then there happened to be another Beetlejuice and Lydia show up. <laughs> Actually, Greg Sloan, one of our guests, yep, um, previous guests, showed up as Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And so and we had no idea we were both dressed up as Beetlejuice. Yes, yeah. it was it was very odd to watch both of you just kind of look each other down, going, "Who has the better Beetlejuice?" It used to be the five Jokers that were in the room. Now it's the yeah, five, five Beetlejuice. Five Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, it's five Beetlejuice. I guess I don't know. I guess there's a new one coming out. I guess that maybe it's Could be, popularity. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But. Uh, what about you, man? Anything going on? Did you go to a Christmas party? Dress up? Anything? No, we didn't dress up. We just uh, stayed housewife. I say Christmas husband. party, uh, Halloween party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we just pretty much sat at home, watched football. Okay. Um, been oh, yeah. been officiating football like crazy. It's it's playoff time, so it's it's just been really busy. Um, yeah. Didn't have a chance to go out and party. Kind of kind of stunk, but yeah. I got yeah. to see the grandkids today, and they were amazing. That's awesome. Costumes. That's what awesome. it's all about. Absolutely. Heck yeah, buddy. So yeah, we got Larry on. Larry does, like you said, he's done. He does officiating for football. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get into some bourbon banter. Yep, yep. Uh, we got actually two bourbons we're gonna sample today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry brought a Rock Hill Farms, y'all. Oh yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna give that a shot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then uh, B Rad brought in a bottle of Heaven Heaven Hill. 
and not just any Heaven Hill. It's a seven-year bottled and bond mm-hmm. Heaven Hill. Um, so we'll give that a shot. Yep. A uh, little news and maybe some uh, Connor O'Connor maybe join us later tonight. Connor or, may be uh, here. I don't know yet. Back. We'll find we'll out. See. I'm sure he'll show up at some point. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, uh, we've, we've got two kinds of whiskey. If that's an Irish calling card, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he's not here right now. <laughs> I know. Just missing the button. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's jump into some odd news real quick. All right. Um, first, kind of it's kind of like a theme so far we've been doing is uh, world records, mm-hmm. and it 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 always shows up different world records. Um, this one is a man slices through apples while bouncing on a pogo stick for world records. Please tell me he <laughs> only hit like five <laughs> apples or something like that. I don't know how many apples he hit, <laughs> but it's actually fifty six airborne apples. So. He has a, he's jumping on a pogo stick, he has a samurai sword, and he has a friend of his tossing apples at him. Okay. And he slices 56 while jumping on a pogo stick. Can you stick. imagine how much sake <laughs> they went through to come up with that idea? <laughs> hey, I don't know boy, if it's sake I, or what? I, I got a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see them apples? <laughs> and that hey, pogo dude, stick. is that a, a sword? <laughs> two drunk guys at a party. It's like, I bet you can't yeah. throw, hit this apple if I throw it at you with that katana sword. Fuck you, I'll do it with a pogo stick. <laughs> I just hope they don't get the pogo stick and the katana sword so mixed up. up. <laughs> that would be a bad day. That would be horrible. His new nickname, <laughs> Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it goes to show. Like, that's... Anybody can come up with anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm and, not doing uh, a, you know, I, I respect a blade enough to, uh, honest to God, know that I'm never getting on a pogo stick unless I'm in a uh, zombie apocalypse situation. <laughs> pogo stick a, by <laughs> itself, especially with a <laughs> samurai exactly. sword. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can hear this video and see oh, what it God. sounds like here. All right. Back with this week's Guinness World Records title attempt, I am the Fruit Ninja. <laughs> I have sliced kiwis. I have sliced grapes. I have sliced them with a samurai sword while standing on a Swiss ball, while balancing on a balance board, and I have sliced apples while juggling three knives. Well, today I added Fruit Ninja on a pogo stick to the repertoire. <laughs> For this one, I had to purchase a pogo stick, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I got was way too small, so it's my kid's pogo stick. The next one I got was much beefier, way heavier duty, and I'm not really good at it. The problem was Guinness won't allow me to wear a belt to hold the pogo stick against my body. So I had to buy yet another pogo stick that I could squeeze with my knees and stay on it. The first one, I, I bottomed out every time I hopped on it. So bottomed I bought out. yet another one. You bottom out on a pogo Why does this sound dirty? <laughs> This is a razor. How do you raise the level on this? I've been practicing pogo sticking for a couple of years, but I was under some time pressure to get this one cranked out. I was getting ready to say everything he says. Take it out of context, and it's great. In his natural habitat, a world record area. What is that voice? <laughs> a world record. Somebody just said, can't touch this. Three, two, one. Please go. beam him in the head. Please beam him in the head. <laughs> 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 
that's enough. Okay, we'll that's enough. Uh, I mean, the moaning was getting me. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It doesn't seem too hard to do, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, I, I, I will say this. You got to give him credit because I've tried getting on a pogo <laughs> stick, and you have to have some pretty decent balance to try to bounce on one of those things. Right, so, with you with to do it no hands, and you're actually hitting a little apple, that's impressive. But why? <laughs> so, like, I can I mean, ask Blake. Well, to, to break the world record. Yeah. Talking about this. My like, name like, goes down probably, in history. Yeah, he probably, like, the record was maybe three. <laughs> he just had to do five, and he'd have been good. <laughs> But you gotta you gotta make sure you hold it for a while. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna be really trying to break that one. <laughs> I don't know where. How not. do you take that to the next level? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he can figure out a way. He's already. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're gonna do grapes or something, a smaller fruit or something. <laughs> grapes. I'm gonna have a handful of pecans thrown at me. I'm gonna slice them all in Pistachios. half. <laughs> Every one of them shelled perfectly. But you got to talk like they do in the uh, the dubbed Japanese movies where their mouth yeah, moves, and then you hear everything. Yeah. After. I will cut your pistachios. I mean, at least he could have done was dress up for it, you know. But it's, uh, what do they call those, you know, Japanese kimonos? Oh. <laughs> kimonos? Yeah, something. You know, he's just he's wearing a, wearing a he's wearing Japanese a polo armor. And, and cargo shorts. Then you know. And, He's a bro, dude. All he needs is sunglasses and a backwards hat. You know, there's some kid walking into school with his hat pulled way down. All the kids are like, that's your dad, isn't it? <laughs> My dad, you knows how to use a katana sword on apple pie. Uh, <laughs> running by right, leave me alone. <laughs> all, all fairness, you know, that's, that's an accomplishment to the guy, but that's just so funny. But, uh, uh, but I mean, we keep talking about this, we keep talking about this, but uh-huh. you know, we, we, we want to... Um, we gotta find one. We gotta yeah. find a a, a a record we want to break, or yep. or come up with a record to mm-hmm. put in the record books. Um, if anybody has any suggestions, let us know. Jumpyourpocket gmail dot com. Let us know. I'm not that yep. creative, so I could never do it. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about maybe stacking pepperonis, but I, I'm not sure if that's. Yeah, we're not going to do that yeah. one. How many pepperonis can you stack? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's going to fly. Yeah, I figure I, we um, got to do something to promote the. The podcast, yeah, so we need to pockets. do like something like how pockets. Many, how many you know? pepperonis can you put in the pocket? Yeah, how many pepperonis can you walk around with in your pocket? <laughs> while and on no a pogo one stick. <laughs> while yeah. on a pogo stick, being chased by a bear. <laughs> it's just somebody we know dressed up in a bear's costume. <laughs> uh, All right. The only other little news I had was the. Uh, I know y'all have heard about this. The guys that um, got caught cheating in the fishing tournament. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Yes. They, you know, God. they put the weights in their fish, and they put way too much. I mean, right. the size of the fish exactly. and the weight of them was so off. You're just, you're dumb. Oh yeah. yeah. If you'd have put just a couple of them, you'd probably they won probably would have got away with it. Yeah. yeah. If they would have put like three weights in in the fish, they'd but, have been I mean, fine. They, they, they had like, they, they were cut the belly, and there was like weights falling yeah. everywhere. Oh yeah. Like, wow. That's like, crazy. there's no way this, pi- this fish weighs 275 pounds. And those guys on there on that video were so angry. I mean, oh, it was man. Like, you're just like, be. you're going to kill them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm sure you're they've been. messing with their money at that point. I'm sure oh, they've yeah. been at all the other tournaments, you know. They've won, I don't know how many tournaments they've yeah. won. Doing stupid They can't shit prove like any that. of those other tournaments now. Right. Right. Done, but, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they disqualified them before they paid them so they couldn't even right. charge them. Right. right. So I was like, wow, that's but messed up. The reason I brought it up because the latest news on that is they did their. Plea. Oh, they did a plea they, deal or something. They, well, no, they plead, they pled not guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's your defense in that? I don't understand. Like, how it's like, 
we caught that fish. It was already on another line, and for some reason, this one was a big motherfucker that had been snapping everybody's lines all day. We know them walleyes are bottom feeders. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Sir, this is a bass. That's a walleye to me. <laughs> oh, we're in the wrong turn. <laughs> I thought it was how many weights you could stuff in a fish. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Make his bass weigh 500 pounds. You watch. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's the only thing I brought. The only reason I brought that up because they oh. pled get, not guilty. I'm like, so wow. I'm waiting for – that's going to be a it's gonna be a story. Mm-hmm. Them trying to yeah, and, yeah, convince them that they exactly. didn't and the, the, most of that. the Most of the population ain't going to give a care about, you know, oh, well, they – so what they they stuff some fish, but it's you know for the people that actually live by those competitions and stuff like that, that's the that's the part where you just kind of look at them and go no. I mean it's just like if we were to watch back when we were watching baseball and all the stuff was coming out about you know everybody doing steroids in baseball. Well, we can't give them those home runs because they were might have been under the effect of steroids and stuff like that. Right. It's the same thing. There's Can you no imagine point. how expensive that sport is? I mean, I, oh, yeah. I've always heard if you want to go into debt, buy a boat. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I've always Exactly. Because you <laughs> well, are on the water all the time, and you're yeah. not making money doing it no, unless you're on them the tournaments and shit. The, yeah. the I, I am, I am mm-hmm. planning on getting a boat because I love being on a boat. I love mm-hmm. being on a lake. I, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But I've heard that too. You know, they say the greatest day of your life is when you buy a boat and then when you sell the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. When you turn around and sell it again. <laughs> I've always heard the same thing. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I do want one. All right. So let's go ahead and get into some of this bourbon, y'all. Sweet. Um, Which one are we going to do first? Well, I don't know. That's, a, that's uh, a tough decision. Let's actually pull out the coin for this one. <laughs> All right. I have a decision-making <laughs> yeah, coin, which I know Larry has not seen this coin. He'll probably get a kick out of it. So, Larry, check out the uh, decision-making coin there. And explain it to the viewers real quick what you see on each side. On one side, we have heads and a picture of a donkey's head. That's correct. And on one side, we have tails you lose with a donkey's uh, anus. That's correct. <laughs> or, or I should that say correct. buttocks. Buttocks, yes. Buttocks. It's the ass of the ass. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a football game now. Like, you going to defer? You're gonna... <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, let's say heads will do the uh, rock field first and tails rock we do. Hill. Rock Hill, sorry. So, heads, we do Rock Hill first, and tails, we do uh, the Heaven Hill first. All right. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Tails, let's do the uh, Heaven Hill first, and we'll go into the Rock Hill after that. Never a loser in that situation. No. Hey. (laughs) Especially when it's two bourbons. It's it's two bourbon with heel in the title, too. That's right. Yes. That's right. Uh, Gentlemen, y'all want ice? No, thank you. You're straight? You want it neat, or you want it with ice? I'll take it neat. I'll take it neat? All right. So, three neats. And so what we're digging on here is the uh, Heaven Hill bottled in bond, and uh, I don't know, uh, yes, Larry, if you know, you might not know exactly what it is, but it's um, it's a set of standard rules to be bottled in bond. Um, and do we know what the rules are on that? Because I'm, I'm still trying to look and see. I'm that. not sure. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like the pre-prohibition rules that they used mm-hmm. to make before they enacted prohibition. It's like, yeah, I don't know. From like 1867, I think it is, or something like that. Um, aged and bottled according to a set of legal regulations mm-hmm. contained in the United States government's standards of identity for distilled spirits. Okay. Uh, to be labeled as bottled in bond, liquor must be the product of one distillation season. Mm-hmm. 
by one distiller at one distillery. It must have been aged in a federally bonded warehouse under U.S. government supervision for at least four years and bottled at 100 proof. The bottled product's label must, be, must identify the distillery where it was distilled and, if different, where it was bottled. Um, only the spirits produced in the United States may be de- designated as, bot- as bonded. Okay. Sweet. So uh, the back of this real quick, I'll read it. Uh, if you two want to go ahead and get your uh, nose off that and right. tell us what you smell. Put your nose on it. The Kentucky bourbon pays tribute to the earliest days of the distiller's history, when in 1939 it released Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. The namesake brand quickly became the number one selling bourbon whiskey in the state of Kentucky. Still today, the craftsman poured into this bottle, craftsmanship poured into this bottle, by the same founding family meets the exacting standards first set forth by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This historic offering reflects the company's founder's firm belief it takes patience and perseverance to make something of great quality. All right. So I'm definitely getting some caramel. Now we've, I've said this before, we have definitely been tricked in the past where caramel and, and brown, brown sugar. sugar. Yep. So, but. That's I, one thing. I'm thinking, I'm getting like cinnamon and brown sugar. I'm getting a little bit of, I, I'm agreeing with Larry. I'm, I'm getting some kind of some kind of spice. I don't know if exactly if it's cinnamon or not, but definitely a spice and probably and definitely, brown sugar. Definitely the oak. I get the oak. Yeah. yeah. There's always going to be an oak smell. Yeah. Luckily. Mm. That's the best thing about bourbon is the oak. Mm, okay. Y'all got a little bit of that, right? Okay. So the nose opens with light summer cherries, mm-hmm. berries, baked apples, and light hay. <laughs> hey. Okay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, um, so behind the scenes, no, behind the scents is a delicious bed of vanilla, cinnamon, there you go, mm-hmm. bark, and charred oak. For a 100-proof okay. bourbon, there isn't a hint of ethanol. Yeah, I don't get no ethanol. No. Um, which allows you to concentrate wholly on the scents that are present without being distracted. The mix between more traditional scents and lighter summer fruits strike a nice balance and a really inviting way to start the sip. Okay. So let's give so it a there, shot. There you go. Start the sip. Just mm. a sip. Wow. I could definitely taste the cherries on the sip. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, that I'm getting good. cherries and cinnamon. Yep. That's a lot of cherries and cinnamon in that flavor. That's really good. Cinnamon, good. for sure. Cinnamon, mm-hmm. for sure. That's um, really good. That would be a very Christmassy drink. Yes. Yeah, I could definitely see opening a bottle of that on Christmas morning. Having you a little bit of that in your eggnog or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I got the cherries. Hang on. Try it again, Joe. Yep, there it is. Got it. It's like it's like <laughs> the first thing up. I could taste, oh, and then, yeah, yeah. then I got the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's like cherry and the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. So again, according to BreakingBourbon.com, light spices mix with creamy dose of leather and oak. Seems that seems to be a, a common theme too, leather. Yeah. But um, swirling the sip pulls forward sweeter flavors of allspice, vanilla sticks, toasted sugar, and a light hint of cocktail cherries. Okay. The creaminess, and I did get the creaminess too, uh, found at the start of the sip, really elevates this palate, uh, resulting in a fantastic flavor profile that keeps pulling you back in for more. It does. It does definitely do that. This is a very good bourbon. Yes, it is. 
I think we poured too much on this. We can't get to Rock Hill yet. I'm going to come back to the Rock Hill in a minute. Oh, yeah, we'll come back to the Rock Hill. That or we just kill this real Maybe quick. Maybe we'll do, do some uh, – go ahead and do some – By the uh, time we get done with our uh, our actual rating system on it, you know, what, how – That or go to uh, go into some uh, would you rather. Yeah, we could probably do that. Sounds good to me. Sounds right. good. Well, let's talk about the finish here. All right. Large dose of rye spice opens up the finish. Mm-hmm. The spice is joined with the hints of creamy vanilla, evergreen, and oak. The rye spice is the constant, cons, the constant, as a long lingering combo of toasted oak. Rye spice hangs on, while the finish doesn't quite match the depth of the palate. Um, depth that the palate brings. It's also, it it, it still allows the sip to end the sip on a memorable note. Yeah, I, I get a lot of the pine. The evergreen, yeah. The evergreen. I couldn't at the figure out what that was. It. I was like, mm, what yeah, is it's that? very. It, it's almost lemony, but not. That's the same way. I'm not much of a gin guy. I just, I've never liked the juniper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the, now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that I end. It. Yeah, it's almost lemony, but, but it's not. almost like the cinnamon too. Yeah. That. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes kind of like from a fruity to a spicy to a tangy. Like, yeah. Like piney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, ha- it It's a wave. You yep. you start off, you come to a peak, and then it brings itself back down. It's good. But which the heat, is really good. The heat is pretty solid the whole yeah. way through. Yeah. The whole I way agree. through it, yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, so, gentlemen, what are we thinking? Is this one that you're going to keep on your no, shelf? This is, is a, this this one is a eight, gonna, eight and a half for sure. Eight and a half? Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Give I'll it an eight? eight out of ten, yeah. I'll give it about an eight. Yeah. I would definitely have this, which this bottle's going home with me anyway, but <laughs> I would definitely have this on my uh, on my little liquor cabinet at the house year-round. That, that's something worth having at the house for bonfires, for just sitting down watching a movie, reading a book, something like that, you know, depending on what you want to do. And so how much how much does the Heaven Hill run? Uh, Joe, what are we this right here looking I'm, on this one? Shows uh, MSRP is 60 bucks. 60 bucks. Wow, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all for a $60 bottle. It's definitely it's a really good, good bourbon. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I'm impressed. Yes, very I good. am too. All right. Um, so, we're going to do some Would You Rather real quick while we're uh, sipping on this to get back into this Rock Hill in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a new segment we're doing, so we give you a couple of uh, scenarios and, you, and we'll you know talk about it. Yep. So, this one, uh, Would You Rather do 100 push-ups or run a mile? <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> I would much rather, much rather do the 100 push ups. Yeah. Uh, yep. Same way when I was in the military. You made me run. I hated you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do PT with you all day long, but calisthenics, you. Once you get to that two mile run, man, no. No. It hurts. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm with him. I'll do 100 push ups before yeah. I run a mile. Let's see what everybody says. Most people say run a mile. And I was kind of on the fence with that one. I don't know. Yeah, like. Man. Seventy-two uh, percent said run a mile. Yeah, hey, that's the only way to get better at push-ups. Is do yeah. push-ups. Do push-ups. Yeah. The one way to get better at running is run. not. <laughs> there is no way to get better at yeah. running. Skip it. <laughs> you can skip. I didn't know you could skip. <laughs> Would you rather run a mile or skip a mile? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I'll skip running all day long. <laughs> I'll stay in bed. Is that an answer? All right. Last. Would you rather? Yep, let's do it. Would you rather have a fully functioning lightsaber? Ooh. Or have the ability to throw lightning bolts? 
I'm throwing lightning bolts. Ooh. I'm throwing lightning bolts because that, that, like, really? with a fully functional lightsaber, I've got to be within that eight foot section to touch them. But but what does a lightning bolt really do? But like it can shock the shit out of somebody. But that's what I, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be a murderer. <laughs> but you know, I see someone. If I see someone down the field, I don't like. Then I'm like, bam. <laughs> Be like, hi. You never have to worry about ammunition <laughs> well, again. Just start be like, fuck that deer in particular. <laughs> That's true. Somebody up on a karaoke stage, be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. You can't sing. <laughs> Sorry about the yell. I was, was going to say a song, but I'm not going to. <laughs> this girl is a be like the ultimate version of the gong show just every time somebody come up there and start singing you just had to be a, the ability to electrocute the them when they're up there yeah, that'd be the great shout, yeah. <laughs> oh shit only the good ones would come <laughs> sing <laughs> nobody would want to come sing at that point oh that'd be great so okay so so 69% said lightning bolt so yeah okay it still be pretty I damn would, cool to have a fucking lightsaber it would, I mean, come on. if I had a fully functioning lightsaber I would have to say that I would want the force with it but but I would probably end up taking my leg or arm or something. Off exactly, because you don't have we'll the be, force. We'll yeah. be trying to ju- slice potatoes on a pogo stick with a lightsaber. Because you know, because you know, because you know, the country boy in us is going to be like the last words. Be like, hey, watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> and I heard the full circle, Jeff. <laughs> oh, All right. So y'all ready for some Rock Rock Hill Farms? Yeah, let's go. Yes. Let's go for it. Yeah. So this will be a good, good one because we never like compared bourbons. Yes, on this will definitely be a good one. So. and they're both hundred proof, right? Oh, Ooh. so they're both hundred proof as well. Yeah, so. they're both from the hills. Yep. I want this bottle. Turn this into a daggone eternity decanter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. May I have your glasses, gentlemen? Joe? Yes, sir. Let's pull up our Rock Hill Farms. (laughs) Y'all gonna be y'all gonna laugh at this. All right. Let me guess. Buffalo Trace. No. It is Buffalo Trace. Oh, okay. It is, is, but the uh, review I gave earlier Mm -hmm. was for this one. Really? (laughs) The review you gave. No. What? <laughs> yes. No. I pulled up the wrong one. No. You pulled up the wrong one? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that one, that's what that kind of tastes like. Okay, yeah. so the cherries and the, everything we said about Heaven Hill was actually for this one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so we've got My the. Bad. All right. So we are absolute idiots and know nothing about Look, bourbon. Idiots, 40s oh, by idiots, but. Yes, because oh, yeah. I can definitely smell the cherries in this Oh, one. yeah. You, there's a whole lot more smell oh, to, yeah. to this So one. this is – before we do this, before we go into this, okay. let's, let me read the Heaven Hill. All right. Let's, so let's before go over we, the Heaven Hill. Uh, and I'll mm. pop the top and we can all smell it to make sure it's right. <laughs> so what did we say? We said – I said caramel. Mm-hmm. Y'all said cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Heaven Hill. Quintessential aromas of vanilla, caramel, and aged oak. Okay. Well, hey, we hit that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, trace of leather, obviously, mm-hmm. every time. A hint of tobacco. I don't know what the and fruit honey. is. What is the fruit? The honey. I guess honey. In the background, it's a little is, considering yeah. proof, well-balanced, pleasant overall. Um, seasoned oak and 
Spice envelop the taste buds, bursting forth immediately. Savory tobacco and leather notes come next, balanced against the graham cracker and butterscotch. That's that's the sweetness. That is it the tastes sweetness. Like fruity. Yeah. Okay. It, it's good. It's yeah. Good. It's still um, a good bourbon. So the finish. Here we go. So here we go. All right. The finish. Medium to long cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Caramel. Uh, balance it. Start it off. Oak mingles along with cherries and vanilla. Yep. I mean, it's it's there. It's all there. Yeah, it's all there. It's just the dryness present in the palate tapers off along with sweeter notes to echo into the final moments of the finish. Nice overall and quintessential bourbon esque. See, that makes a whole lot more sense. It does than what we were saying earlier with this because that did not have. And see, I did get the caramel in that. But yeah, yeah, I got the caramel in it. But and this sweet. one, this one had a a sweeter, more neutral finish than what we had read prior to and we were like no that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right well we already but, read the uh yeah we already Rocky read farm so let's, yep. so <laughs> let's do the uh okay i definitely smell more pine on this one that one's for sure i smell a lot more of the pine oh my gosh <laughs> man mm. <laughs> that's that's Above phenomenal. And beyond that Hill, is that phenomenal. No offense to Heaven Hill, but man. No, none whatsoever. But that is wow. That's like drinking butter. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's so good. It's alcoholic butter. It just slides down your throat, man. Mm. Don't look at me <laughs> that, that way, Joe. That's a button. <laughs> <laughs> it's like We're editing butter. that shit out. <laughs> no, no. Slides down, down your slides down your throat. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> you asshole. Oh, that's awesome. Full circle. <laughs> Gobble me, swallow me, lick down the side of me. Uh-huh. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, it makes you want to do that to that bottle. It, really does. <laughs> it does. Oh, it's so good. It is really it's good. good. And it's just a shame they they allocate that comes that comes out once a year. It comes out once a year, usually around Easter time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's really really good. Wow. I mean, as far as a... And see, I don't get the... So this is... We talked about the cherries when we talked about the Heaven Hill. I'm not yeah. getting the cherries as much. I don't that. get that one, no. I did in the other I one. I did in the yeah, Heaven Hill. I got Hill, a lot I, more cherry in the Heaven Hill. But this is kind of like just like a smooth, even kill. There's nothing really... It's just a great taste, great flavor. There's yeah. nothing really sticks out. It's, I know. It's you feel, it, you feel well. it hit your lips and mouth, and then it just goes down. And yeah. It's like, it's, there's no... And you just like, taste like caramel. Yeah. Uh, like, you get a little bit of burn... With the Heaven Hill, when you're taking that sip, the initial first drink off of this, it's just your lips. It's not in the mouth. It's not in the feel on the right. tongue or anything else. It mm-hmm. just goes down a whole lot smoother, and it tastes almost more refined. Like if Heaven Hill had made <coughs> this, this bottle, it'd just be a refined version of this. Well, basically, from what from what they said when we took a tour up there, right? The uh, this is basically Blanton's, mm-hmm. but it's aged for more years. Four more years? Four or? more years or I four more years? Four more years. I don't oh, know okay. what exactly how many, because it doesn't even say on the bottle mm-hmm. how many years it's aged. But uh, it's basically the Blanton's, and the Blanton's comes out at, I think, 93 proof. Yeah. And this comes out at 100 proof. Okay. And uh, Blanton's, I think, is a four-year. See a four-year? And then this may be a six-year. Okay. Right. Uh, and... Let's see what it says here. I might say it right here. Yeah, I could say that. And they were explaining about how the Buffalo Trace and the Blends are different, and it's basically just where the 
the barrels are located in the warehouse. There's like sweet spots mm. in in the warehouses to where it makes that bourbon taste. Here we go. So much better. Here we go. Okay. This is this. It kind of compares um, Blanton's on this. Okay. Sure, the bourbons have their nuanced differences, but for half the price, you can't beat the value in comparison mm-hmm. for this to Blanton's. Oh yeah, I'd take this over Blanton's any day. I agree. Um, yeah, and I love Blanton's. Rock Hill Farms delivers a great pour for the price and is well worth a pickup if you haven't if you happen across them on the shelf. So that's the thing. It's just you know it's hard to get. Very hard. Very mm-hmm. hard to get, and it's uh, great. Six to seven years. I, I will go ahead and say that I will give this one probably the highest one I've given any bourbon that we've drank on here. I'll give this a solid nine. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's a solid nine for a bourbon. Yeah, I, I would even say I'm gonna give it a nine point five. It's, 9.5. it's probably it's I haven't I haven't tasted like the the ultimate bourbon yet. Yeah. But that right there is the best bourbon I've tasted yet. Yeah, so. that's definitely a good one. By comparison the Heaven Hill bottled in bond is forty dollar uh retail price, two thousand nineteen. Okay. So I mean Prices go up. They've gone up a lot. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, even especially for hard, hard to find bourbons. Like that's it's probably. Like, like I'll tell you, if you go if you go to try to buy it on the shelf at a liquor store, you're paying two fifty nine up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. For, easy for that rock hill. Easy. Yeah. And and it's because it's allocated. It's from Buffalo Trace. It's so sought after. But mm-hmm. the way and the reason they do that is because they have a limited supply of just that type of bourbon, so they allocate it. To right. each liquor store and and the liquor store they make profit off of it because oh, it's yeah. hard to find and especially it's, now right now it's like it's like with uh, my favorite up. my favorite bourbon which is that Bib and Tucker bourbon oh, I, I love, love Bib and Tucker. I love Bib and Tucker too Bib and Tennessee. Tucker is just a, a brilliant bourbon and I keep bringing it up but um, when I first started buying Bib and Tucker it was like 38 and 38 a bottle 38 a fifth now it's almost $52, a bottle. Right. Well, that's the same or with 50, Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah. You know, Inflation's so, so bad right now. Yeah, inflation goes up, but as it gets, you and know. And have you tried the 10-year Bim and Tucker? It's even more amazing. I have. I was I was given the option to buy a 12-year bottle that so they look, had. They that, only had one of them. That bourbon review price was I ridiculous. I just Googled Rock Hill Farms. Mm-hmm. $4.59. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. I, like I've said, like the cl- the, the only place the that, cheapest one I've seen right here is is three eighty nine. And I'll tell wow. you right now, they have they have I think two of them right mm-hmm. now at Shenanigans here in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I think they're wanting two eighty nine a bottle for them. I think it's wow, two eighty nine. Yeah, oh, wow. Because like I was saying with that Bib and Why Tucker, I might actually. I used to. I mean, when I whenever I go down for my a but like we were talking earlier, my military and everything else, we have a uh, an annual get together where we do a turkey shoot and i am told specifically every year to bring a bottle of bib and tucker for <laughs> us it's like it's just us not the people that show up for it it's just us military friends we split the bottle of bib and tucker and i'm told to buy as many as i can uh before the prices went up to where they were like 58 60 dollars right. a bottle Same. i was buying three four bottles and taking them down there and we we're going through all the bottles in that entire day we're all just sitting around drinking, talking, having a good time, and it's a bottle of beer. See, bib. I'm a bourbon connoisseur, but I drink bourbon. I don't, yes. I, I don't right. stick it on a shelf. shelf I, I look at bourbon the way I look at sports cars. That that bourbon right there is meant to be it's shared to with be friends. Drank. It's fantastic. And drank. It is yeah. And it's it's fantastic. it's like a Lamborghini that you would take your friends out and ride in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, and and I, I I've 
I took the preservation room here in Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. I took a uh, bottle of the 20 year uh, Four Roses. Mm-hmm. There, I had I bought two of them, mm-hmm. and I said, I'm going to open one. I'm keeping one back. The day we walked out of buying it, uh, they were online for $2,500. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to keep one and, and open the other bottle up because my friend that owns the, the place over there was like, hey, what can, it, what can I do to get you to open one of those? Yeah. And I said, give me a bottle of Blanton's. And he handed me one. It was like, what else? And I was like, you got to cook me a steak. And I was just messing with him. Yeah. And he got a freaking bone-in ribeye and cooked it up and everything. I had some friends there. And uh, I came in, and when I popped the top on it, I looked at him. I said, look. I'm not hungry today. I'm not going to eat. I said, you didn't have to cook for me. I was just messing with you. Mm-hmm. But I'll share this with everybody. I don't care because mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be drank. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had a lot of stuff going on in that bottle, too. But that 20-year bottle, it was uh, it was single barrel, single barrel 20-year. And it was it was amazing. But wow, this, yeah. this Rock Hill Farms is probably the top bourbon I've ever drank. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that's – so the, the the biggest the highest price I see on here shows uh, six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's just I mean, people trying to make yeah make a killer amount. I mean, same way you go to the liquor stores around here and you try to buy a bottle of Blanton's, it's MSRP at yeah. Well, this sixty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. but like break. It's probably like an old like you know maybe ten years ago or more. It might have been that well, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. you no know, you can buy it at buffalo trace if they have it there on the shelves but you never know what they're putting down on the shelf that day so you right, go to buffalo right. trace you show up and they get like we went twice trying to get blanton's off the shelf for 65 dollars because we, we didn't want to pay 140 at the liquor right. store so we go there and both days we went that week that eagle rare and you're mm-hmm. only allowed to buy one bottle of each within a 30-day period so the second day we came back we couldn't even buy the eagle rare we had to buy just regular buffalo trace yeah and like the manhattan and the yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. the old fashioned drinks that they have there, we couldn't yeah. even buy it again. And I was like, well, I was so so de- depressed. The next day we came back home. The next day they had Blanton's on the shelf, and you're just like, oh. wow. So I gotta say this right now. Uh, so that's one I've never done. Is actually sorry about that, but one thing I still want to do, even though I've lived in Kentucky pretty much my entire life, never actually been on the bourbon trail. That's great. Want to go do that yeah. one of these days? Yeah. We need to do that one day. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Do a remote podcast on the bourbon drive. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's <laughs> yes. do that shit. <laughs> I'm in. You better, you better invite me. You better invite me. Oh, trust me. We're going to have several. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. You know, yeah. I've known Larry a while. Mm-hmm. I, um, I actually DJed his wedding. First uh-huh. wedding first wedding I ever DJed. Oh, shit. Ever. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so Larry and Shane actually went to the bourbon trail, uh, Buffalo Trace, and they got me a bottle of uh, Manhattan from Buffalo mm-hmm. Trace. Said RDJ. Yeah, Oops, yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed me that bottle. Yeah. I did not know that was for you. <laughs> oh yes, that's oh, yes. awesome. They, uh, yeah, they I still have... got a bottle. I still got it in here. I've, I've cracked it. It's about that much left yeah, in it. Yeah, because I think we drank. Yeah, I think we some drank of it. Yeah, it's really the so. premixed stuff they have there is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just like all their other liquors. I, I haven't found a bourbon there yet. I'm not a big rye type fan. Right. So mm-hmm. like the, the Sazerac rye right. that they have, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of that one just because it's rye, but uh, a lot of people are. But all their do, other bourbons, I love them. I, I, love I them. do enjoy a rye, but it, it's, it depends on my mood. Rye is a mood drink for me. Rye, don't you like what, uh, rye? I, it just seems like every time, rye, why don't I like rye? Rye don't rye? Like rye. All well, right, Scooby Doo, calm you, hey, down. Hey, listen, I'll tell you, Rye. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you, Rye, is that uh, for some reason when I drink it, it like opens my sinuses up. I mean, it's like when I, as soon as I take a sip, it just goes, mm-hmm. and my nose just starts running. 
And I'm just like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. So, I, but that's yeah, right. So that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into uh, let's get into Larry's pocket, y'all. Yeah, Larry. Yes, sir. Um, so you do football. What do you call it? Officiating. Officiating. Yes. There it is. Mm-hmm. You do football officiating and and high school right now, right? Uh, yeah, we've we've done a couple of college games, the Western like spring games. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't actually been hired on a college yet. I've applied now. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the process of application now uh, with the Big Ten. Trying, I'm, you know, fingers crossed. But, um, yeah, we do uh, – we're called the Sky Conference, Southern Kentucky Conference, um, mm-hmm. Sky. And uh, we do most of the local um, counties, like Logan County, Warren County, Barron County, Allen County, uh, Cumberland County, uh, just around this area in Southern Kentucky. So you okay. do the actual officiating for the high schools, or do you do? Yes, the, we do. Well, the, we do everything the, from uh, the change junior pro, uh, which is like yeah, we officiate. I do the what's called the umpire position. Okay, uh, like if you're looking out, you see it on TV. We're the linebacker standing in defense. Mm-hmm. The guy that's standing right next to the linebackers. Okay, that's what I do. Okay, I'm the, I'm the umpire right there with the linebackers. So you're that guy cuss at all the time. Yes, uh, the guy that, get out of the way. Uh, it's it's dangerous, man, because they're flying by 600 miles oh, yeah. an hour, and it's it's uh, it's something else. Yeah, so you get, I mean, you got to run, right? You got to run with the, with the the. Yeah, I mean, like the like the youth games, the, like we do we do all the way from third grade mm-hmm. all the way up to twelfth grade. So we we do the youth leagues, we do the middle schools, we do the JV, the freshman, the varsity. We do we do all those games. Okay, so it's awesome. From the time it starts in August, you're pretty busy until the end of November. Okay. But what, I'm, well, what I'm saying is, though, you, you, you've got to be in shape. Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of like everything else that that, that that everything's broken down in sections. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have your section. Of so if the you field. tell if you trail off, somebody picks you, <laughs> picks up right, where you're right, at. Right. Like, well, yeah. as they run by you, yeah. as they run by you, it goes from you to the next guy down okay. the field. To gotcha. The next okay. Guy. Yeah. yeah okay. Got, That's interesting. Own, yeah. I didn't know that. You got your own little section. Like you have the the white hat, which is the referee himself. It's called. He's called the referee. Mm-hmm. Where's the white hat? Uh, he's back there where the quarterback's at. So he's back there in the backfield. Okay. Uh, he's way behind the play in case there's a bad snap or there, you know the quarterback runs backwards, gets tackled, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's back there where they're at. Um, and he's basically got that. He's, he's watching the quarterback the whole time. That's mm-hmm. his pretty much job. Yeah. Uh, my job is I'm watching the offensive line and defensive line. I'm watching for the holds, for the uh, chop blocks. For, well, the offsides are basically the defense, be, for the yeah. line judge and, and, the, and the side judge. The guys on the side can okay. see who comes across the ball. Like, gotcha. I really can't see. Like, if, if both of them move at the same time, I don't know which one came across first. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, okay. I mean, but I'm throwing a flag where they throw a flag because there's something there. Yeah. And then you look at them and they tell you which side it was that, that gotcha. was offsides. Okay. Uh, but basically, as the umpire, I'm looking for blocks, uh, legal blocks, blocks in the back. Holding. Uh, holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, eligible people downfield. So, like, if it's a pass play, I'm going up to where the line of scrimmage was. And so, if the linemen come past me, and then the pass goes down the field, yeah. then there's a penalty for them being downfield. Right. Okay. Um, you know, run plays, so, you can yeah. always tell. Ineligible, the, ineligible man. or Right, know, ineligible player downfield. Player that's, that's, that's what I'm calling. Um, and, and, like, you can always tell by the way that the offensive line blocks. So, like, if they're blocking and pushing the guys down the field, it's usually a run play. So, I'm going to stay where I'm at and try to get out of the way where mm-hmm. everybody's coming through. Uh, if it's a pass play, they usually stay still or they're backing up. To where the the line the defensive line is coming up on them, so I run up to the line where the ball is snapped at to make sure nobody comes down the field for the pass. So 
Gotcha. That's what okay. I do. It's called the umpire position. Umpire position. Wow. So That's like, sweet. so face mask and all that stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. No. You have you have those. Uh, you have you have an inadvertent face mask where the guy kind of grabs it, grazes it, pulls it a little bit, and lets it go. And then you have the the personal foul face mask of 15 yards where the guy grabs it and just pulls him down by his face mask. Okay. And then uh, you have a five yard penalty and a 15 yard penalty, whichever one of those that you see happen. Do you ever get on the mic to? To announce the calls, they, you're done that. Well, the, in high school, they only mic up the referee. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But we do wear headsets and uh, and we're talking to each other. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Headset. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes okay. sense. Yeah. We're wearing yeah, headsets cool. and you know because there's such a distance. Like you might have a 50 yard run down the field and you have a yeah. flag down there. Hey, what'd you see? And yeah, and they're calling. Hey, I've got a hold up here on at the 28 yard line. You know, and so you don't have to run 60 yards down the field to you're see there. what happened. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're standing where the penalty happened at because you know it's coming back to because the, the offense held going down the field. So, you wow. don't have to run all the way down there to where the ball is at, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so wow. That's awesome, man. Like, th- this shit right here is pretty interesting to me because I've watched football yeah, for a long time. You never – and you just get pissed at the referee and that's all you do. That's yeah, all you, you're just that's mad. All the time you, what a so, bullshit call, you know. Well, you if, if you never notice the referee, then they're doing a good job because then <laughs> – Yeah, exactly. If you – well, the thing that gets me is, is, is especially at the different levels, mm-hmm. all the rules are different at every level. Right. Oh, yeah. And right. so, all everybody thinks about is what they see on Sunday and Monday nights in the NFL. Right. And that doesn't apply to high school football. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, the rules for high school football are totally different than they are for college and the NFL. Yeah. So they're watching those games on, on TV, and they're like, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. And you're like, no, no. it's not. No, it's completely <laughs> no, it's different. Yeah. Yes. They don't have uh, replay in high school, do they? No, we do not. We not, not yet. Not mm-hmm. yet. We've uh, we've went to what's called huddle, and uh, basically the whole game is videotaped by right. the home team. Mm-hmm. Every play, then that gets sent to our assigners, and we get it sent to us, and then we get it broken down and critiqued. Okay. So basically, uh, they'll say play thirty-two on huddle. You missed a block in the back. This is this, this is post game. This, this is post game, right? Yeah. Okay. During during the game, we yeah. the high school does not like right. they can use it in the final game if it's available because most of the games are the finals are done up at Kroger Field up at uh, University of Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or at Western Kentucky University, yeah. one of those big schools. And if they have the capability of instant replay, they can use that for the finals and semifinals it's a, for the state. But so, that's a uh, probably a, a a referee's decision to to review that. Well, it's 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 the team's decision to have it, and once they've decided to have it, both teams have to agree. Mm-hmm. And if they decide to have it, then the actual white hat, there's a person that sits on the sideline that if it's a close play or whatever, they're looking at the play while that team's in the huddle getting to do the next play, and they're looking at it real fast on the thing and say, they hey, see something, they that, see something, they'll yeah. call a timeout. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they'll be like, hey, this is official, under official review. Right. Yep. right. It's under review, blah, blah, But in high school, we have not gone to that yet. Okay. And that's what people don't understand. And, like, you have that capability now as teams sitting on the sideline because they're hooked up to those cameras and they have their laptops and they're over there on the sideline going, hey, you know that call you made over here? You missed a block on the left side, blah, blah, blah. And you're, you don't have that to look at. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that you could call a hold on every single play in high school football. Oh, yeah. Because there's usually a hold. But if it's not at the I mean, point of it, attack where the defender can make a play on the ball, yeah. we're 
not going to throw a flag on that because right. we'd be there till one o'clock in the morning walking off penalties. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and so all we're going to, you know, if it doesn't affect the play, then we're going to let the play Let's play lie. out. Yeah. You know, but we're going to come to number 64 who was holding on the opposite side of the field yeah. and say, hey, you grab his jersey like that again, you're going to get a flag. Yeah. And yeah. so he's thinking in his mind, oh, they're watching me, so I don't need to do that anymore. Right, right, right. And that's right. Pre- called preventative officiating. Okay. So you do that, to, you know, you're in that kid's head now going, hey, I can't hold because he's watching me. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes shit that, you, oh, yeah. that people don't know and we don't realize, you know, I guarantee it. But so uh, how long have you been doing this then? I retired out of the military in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sit around for almost two years bored out of my mind <laughs> and was like, what am I going to do now? Uh, and then one of my friends suggested, hey, you know, you love football. Mm-hmm. Why not come out and be an official for us? So – I contacted the uh, the assigner for the area for uh, Sky Conference. Was like, hey, what do I need to do? Went to the meeting, um, paid my dues. Y'all, all, all you have to do to become an official, uh, show up at the first meeting, pay your dues. Then you're going to get on the job training from that point on. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they're going to see whether or not you can you're capable of doing the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to give you a lot of the lower level games, such as the JV games, the freshman games. They're going to put you in certain positions to see which one you're best suited for. Uh, they're going to have a mentor that mentors with you. Uh, the one that I had was an amazing guy. He had been doing it for 29 years. Mm-hmm. And he, I went out there and with him, and he's like, this is what you're looking for. This is what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Most people don't get assigned to a actual crew. Yeah. Of And it's the same crew every year mm-hmm. uh, until about their – fifth, sixth year, uh, I was assigned on a crew my second year in there because he was such a great teacher and the games that I did do, the assigner would show up to those games and watch me do, do my job and was like, wow, you know, you're doing a great job. Uh, and, and right now we're very low on officials because of the way that parents are and the way that coaches are. This is, yeah, this is the question I was going to ask. And I mean, we, yeah, we went from when I first started in 2015, it was Mm -hmm. the first year I started, uh, get back to that question answer. Mm -hmm. I started 2015, I've been doing it for about seven years. Um, In 2015, I think there was 83 officials in Mm -hmm. our conference. And I think right now we may be at 39. Oh, wow. wow. So, I mean, it's – Which, it's, I mean, is that because of that but, or is it just because of COVID? What, and time well, to both, and both and, and a lot of it has to do with, uh, with with a lot of guys have been there forever for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, they're getting to the You know, they get, they get older, they get tired. They're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Run up and down the field. It's mm-hmm. hard on me. You know, they're 65 years old. Yeah. You know, when you're just like, hey, uh, it's time to pass the baton to someone else. Right. And so uh, – a lot of that has to do with that. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the way they're being treated by coaches and parents. And, and parents. I mean, it's yeah. You got to have real thick skin to deal with somebody's caring mom. Yeah, you really do, and you just have to let it roll off your back like like water on a duck because you got it. You got to get in the mindset that they don't understand the rules and the way mm-hmm. that the rules are enforced. And the same way, and that's what when we get in front of like I've been doing a lot of like in the the JV and freshman, I've been doing a lot of the white hat and we're refereeing. So I'm the guy in charge out there of the other four guys, mm-hmm. and you're the ones that have to talk to the coach. Yeah. And so right. I've I've gotten a lot of where you see where the coach is coming from. You see a lot of same coaches too, like yes, over and over. So it's because like because of the area we're in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know which ones right. that that are worse than the others, right? Um, but it, it doesn't it doesn't what sort of a word? It doesn't excuse 
the way that they act on certain things. When you know, and that's why I try to tell them, look, if you got a problem with the way that we're administering the penalty, as in such as if you don't, you think it should be ten yards instead of five yards, or if you think we're we're we we walked off the wrong direction, whatever, you can talk to me. But if it comes to you don't agree with the call, <laughs> tough. The yeah. guy made it made a decision in that moment, and if and if we're going with that as a penalty, then you're gonna have to deal with that as the penalty. We're gonna walk it off, play football. Yeah, you know? it's a time, I, it's a time thing too. You have to make a decision, right or wrong. Sometimes split yeah. decision. You got to make a decision. Split decision. Get, because, get the I game mean, rolling. I mean, you listen mean? to this. Most games are five officials. Mm-hmm. You've got 22 kids running around, 11 on defense, 11 on offense. So you got five guys in charge of 22 kids running around the football field, mm-hmm. and we're doing the best we can. Yeah. And, oh, you yeah. know, and and it's and what kills me is like you have some of us coaches like. You know, you're for the home team. You're for the bubble. We don't care who's out there playing. It yeah. could be Peyton Manning and the Broncos. We don't care if we see a hole. We're gonna throw. Did a you go to school here? In the, in I grew up in Glasgow, area? Kentucky. Okay. And that's one of the schools. Uh, I went to Barron County. Okay. Uh, okay. But what's funny is that's one of the schools we do. <laughs> and I've only done one Barron County County's. High School <laughs> the whole seven years that I've uh-huh. been in. So that's and I've, I've pretty much told I don't want to go back and do, and right. do that part of it. Uh, and that, that comes back to the military part of it. When I left Glasgow when I was 18, I, I didn't want to go back. I was like, I was like, I'm moving on to the next part of my life. I just, I don't want to go back to Glasgow. Uh, and I never have been back, so. Well, yeah. Wow. So, do you, have you ever gotten into an altercation, like almost physical altercation with anybody? Uh, well, I'm not going to say names. I'm going to say names. But we, uh, we had – I, w- I wasn't at the game, but we get we get sent the video of every game, for so we we can watch film on every game. So if you have that team next week, you can look at the film and see you know how they set up their offense, what what their tendencies are, blah blah yeah. blah. Uh, and and watching film, you learn so much. You I mean it's mm-hmm. I, I used to listen to, to the people on ESPN saying, well we go in and we we have to watch film, we have to get ready for the team, watch film, blah blah. And I never understood it till I started watching film, and I'm like, oh wow. Yeah. You get so many tendencies off people. Uh, but we had one school in particular that the coach had a, uh, a bad call. Uh, it, it was a bad call. Uh, and he threw a fit to the point where he kicked the, uh, the pylons in the end zone like, like a, a field goal kicker would kick them, <laughs> like 30 yards out of the end zone, walks up, grabs, throws the water cooler out onto the field, mm-hmm. um, Goes over and starts getting the, the, the crowd into it, and like he's trying to incite a riot, mm-hmm. you know. And we're just like, you know, golly, calm down, man. And uh, I mean, the crowd was going nuts, and uh, they 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 ended up losing that game. Uh, it had nothing to do with that call because uh, they lost like thirty four points. But still, um, wow, that's just it. You have, you have those guys that lose their temper. And uh, you basically you got to sit there and watch it. I mean, like all we all we could do is throw a flag on it and give the other team fifteen yards for unsportsmanlike conduct. So I, I had a question. Do you think some of that's put on for show? <laughs> well, I tell you yes, because the very first ever high school varsity football game I did, mm-hmm. I, I was standing there like deer in the headlights. Yeah. The coach for the team that I, that, that that was the home team, they mm-hmm. were losing six to nothing. Mm-hmm. The coach comes storming out onto the field. I mean, mm-hmm. like the play is imminent. The yeah. coach comes walking, stomping out on the field, yelling. And I come running up to where the, the referee was because he's headed right at the white hat. And all of a sudden, all I hear out of his mouth is, hey, how's your wife doing? And I was like, 
what? And he was like, I didn't want you. I know you're going to throw a flag on me. I want you to throw a flag on me to get this crowd into it. But I just want you to know, tell your wife that I had seen her forever. And I think she's doing great. Now throw that flag on me. And he threw the flag on him. Okay. He turned around, just yelling, stomping back to the, the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. They end up winning the game by 14 minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you okay. know, I see like basketball games, like I'm a big UK fan. So I see like coaches sometimes will get thrown out of a game just just to fire their team up, you know. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. see their team's not. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just to get them fired up. Like, yeah. Show some heart, you know, come up. There's no, and there's nothing wrong with that. We have no we have no quarrels with that whatsoever. It's the ones that are constantly complaining about wanting calls. Like coach, that every time coach, the ball uh, is hot. Shusevsky, Duke. Every time the ball is hot, <laughs> you hear somebody on the side yelling, "Hold, hold, hold, hold!" And, you know, from the from the start of the play, and the play hadn't even gotten off yet. Yeah. I mean, you're just like, there's no way that a guy can be holding that quickly. But as soon as the ball snapped, I mean, that's the, the guys yelling that the entire play. Yeah. I wondered, wondered if they're thinking, like, hey, if I yell hold ten times, maybe I'll get one hold call. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the yeah, whatever. <laughs> but like us, like you said, he said, we just we turn off, we turn off our hearing out there on that stuff, and we just we're in our zone. We, we mm-hmm. have our our uh, the, the the initial things that we look for. We go through that. We go through our progressions of the people that we're looking at and the blocks that we're looking at, and and we do the same thing every play. And so, if, if it's there, we're going to call it. If it's not there, we're not going to call it. Right. You know, and if it's – and if you're beating a team 58 to nothing mm-hmm. and it is there, we're probably not going to call it because there's no sense of prolonging a beat right. down yeah. on a team yeah. when you're like, hey, coach, yes, you Let's were getting get held. This over with. You were getting yeah. held and we're telling your guys, just suck it up, man, for the next three minutes, you know, and, and walk off <laughs> the field. It's not going to make a difference. Yeah, yeah. it ain't going to make a difference. Right. Yeah. Because – when I played football in high school, my eighth grade, ninth grade year, then I played, I always noticed I never knew who any of the referees were. They weren't in school. So that answered a question right off the top of it's not teachers, it's not family members of, you know, people of the existing yeah. team or anything else. It's a bunch of random it is. people who don't really have a bias. So my next question was um, when it comes to – someone who might have a bias do you guys like trade out yes. other people yes we have we have certain people that can't work for certain coaches because they've had they have altercations altercations yeah uh, right so they're like i don't want to work for that that you know that i don't want to work the game because me and that person don't get along to begin right. with yeah, i yeah. don't want to be the reason is that the that official's decision animal. or sometimes is it the coach it's, it's usually the official goes to the assigner the yeah, assigner mm-hmm. assigns the games and says hey i really don't want that game can you move me from this game to this game and then okay. the signer's like, no problem. And they switch people out. Um, sometimes you have people that went to certain high schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, I don't, I can't do that game because I'm from there, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I don't want it yeah. to look like that was my next question. Know, yeah, you know, boom. And, and and like you said, it's it's a group of just potpourri guys that mm-hmm. just love football. Mm-hmm. And and in this area, it's a lot of older guys, and they're amazing guys, and they have so much football knowledge. They've done it for so many years. And you just you got to be like a sponge and just sucking it all up and just like you know hey right. you know because you know you're the next group that's going to be teaching the group below you yeah so you're right. just like yeah, give me all the knowledge you can you know give me all the things that, that I need to know to pass it on so okay. and you said there's a, go back to what you said before you said there's a shortage in officials I mean I feel like there's so many football players 
Because a team consists of what? How many players? Well, the, say, the, the on the field at each time is eleven on defense. 11 right, on right, offense. right. But so like twenty-two, a, like an actual team, like a team, a team yeah, it just can have what thirty, so thirty players. There's some teams that have almost eighty players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so I'm saying like, there's wow, a lot of play, a, a lot of bench. players, a lot of people that have played football, and probably a lot of people that enjoyed and had a passion for it, just couldn't make it. I feel like that would be maybe their next step, just to be involved in it. You right, know what I mean? Right. So I feel like if and it, and it's a little bit of exercise. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it, it yeah. gives you a chance to get out and get off the couch, get off the right. TV, yeah. you know, right, right, do a little right. bit of exercise. Because if I didn't have that, I'd probably be like six hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> so and, and it's no lie because I'd just be sitting around drinking bourbon and watching TV. Yeah, exactly. And and I do. I know you put up with a lot of name calling. Like, do you wear glasses? I wear contacts. <laughs> I've worn glasses a couple times on it, but I've never no, heard the I've never heard the glasses thing. But no, but I mean, like you get a lot of lot of hateful comments and well, stuff yeah, like the that. The thing that always gets me is is even even like at the the freshman level games. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, you, I can't believe you're you're home cooking for the team. You know, I'm wrong. You think we're out here cheating a freshman right. level <laughs> team? Out of we don't have money on this, you know. I'm like I, I've never understood that part of but it. But you do know that there's people out there that do have money on a high school game. Well, there they, there they, are motherfuckers that will bet on anything. Wow. Guaranteed. I, it may be, but I've never I've never been involved in that. Right. I, I can't see I can't see how they would think that officials are going to to alter an outcome of a game yeah. at that level. Yeah. Right. And you're just like I mean even in the youth level like third grade. That's like the worst. For, oh, it for is. Parents. Oh, yeah. For oh. Parents and, and it's like third grade. They're out there, just like you know, oh, that's the worst oh, call there's... in the world. You know, blah blah. And you're just like, hey, look, I, you know what? Get one of these black and white shirts on. Come <laughs> here and show us yeah, how exactly. it's done. Yeah. You know, if if you're that great at it, I will pay for your membership fee to be out here with us and teach us. Just teach yeah. us. there's been brawls you see <laughs> oh, yeah. on news like parents and officials oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. just going at it at a at a at a, a child's Football game. Right. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, uh, same, I same way in high school, like, you, people don't realize that. Like, if you assault an official in the state of Kentucky, it's a felony. Is it, mm-hmm. right? It is a felony yeah. charge. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and you, you, I've never had the point where it was like that. Um, I've, I've heard other people talk about it's been to the point of like that where people are waiting for them after the game. Yeah. And like, like threatening them. You know, when you're like physically threatening them. I'm coming to like, your house. Yeah. Like, and, and, and they're like, what game was Show up in your sleep. And you're like, what game was that? And they're like, it was uh, Clinton County versus Monroe County. And neither one of them had won a game all year. Yeah. You know? And you're just like, come on. Come mm. on, man. So that was going to lead to my next question. Have you ever been threatened by anybody or anything like that for a, for a call that you've made? Not, not, no, not, not any calls that I've ever made. Uh, I had one time where a coach came to me after a game, mm-hmm. and uh, the kid got a penalty called on him for unsportsmanlike conduct. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, the coach comes to me and goes, I don't appreciate you telling my kid that I'm not a very good coach. <laughs> and I was like, you really think that I told that kid that you're not a very good coach after I threw a flag on him? Yeah. For unsportsmanlike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, coach. Thank you very much. You have a good night. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I would assume that, you know, that that would happen quite often, especially in a place like Kentucky or even in Texas where football is king. Well, I mean, like like I said, I tune it out. So if, if people are yelling you made a bad call, whatever, I, I don't really – Pay attention. Right. To it. Yeah, I don't yeah. pay attention to it because that plays over with. I'm looking at the next play. 
Right. So exactly. I'm, I'm I'm in a zone. I'm doing doing. I'm getting my keys. I'm looking through my progressions. I'm doing my thing every play. You make so, your call and you move on. Yeah. 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 So your mm-hmm. goal your goal at this point is for college. Is that what you want? Yes. You, you want to go to college? Yes. Okay. I want to I, I want to do uh, college level. I think that it, it's like I've done the the Western game, uh, the spring game the mm-hmm. last three years. Yeah, and uh, you I did, did the, you do the uh, chain judge, right? Is I do I do chains every home game. We do. Uh, I'm the auxiliary down box. I do the the first, second, third down. The guy that shows down yeah. the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that on the auxiliary side, the side opposite of the chains are on. Okay. Okay. So I'm the auxiliary guy. So after they've moved the chains and moved the thing down, then I got to run down the field after they get set because if there's a flag or you know something that comes up. I got to show where the last spot was yeah, at. Yeah, right. So I have to run down after the play starts, and the, it's horrible because those college teams don't know what a coach box and a team box is. So you're like running through a gauntlet of people <laughs> trying to get right. down to the get other end. Get the hell out of my way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my ultimate goal. I would love to do college. Uh, it's it's to me it's it's a hobby and it's good stress relief. Yeah. Well, oh, now, yeah. Is it a, is there like a test to get to college level? Like do you have to study uh, up on different I applied and, and I applied like, and and what it, what you have to go through is um, what th- this actual entity required mm-hmm. was I had to fill out an application. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to give references, officiating references. I had to give three years of my scheduling. So, like, how many games I've done the last three years. Um, and then I have to take what's called a Wonderlick test, which is basically an IQ test. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to score so high on that. If you score so high <coughs> and all the other stuff goes well, uh, then you get get an uh, online interview, Skype interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put you through some scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, you know, like, hey, it's third and four. This is the situation. This is what, what happens. What would you do? What do you do? Yeah. Tell me. Would you walk, rather <laughs> walk me through the play? Right. Right. Walk yeah, me through yeah, the play. Yeah. What what you do and what happens? You know. Okay. Um, then you go through those scenarios. If you pass that part of it, then they bring you in for a actual on field assessment. So you get to go there. They're going to set up actual plays. They're going to run through them. They're going to watch you do your officiating. They're going and they're going to critique you. Okay. And then if you score so high on that, then you're high. You're in. So nice. So why the Big Ten? Well, <laughs> why the Big Ten, man? Come on. I'm going to tell you the now, truth. So I'm going to tell you the truth. There's the SEC. I mean, that's, that's the upper echelon. Like, it, but, it is. Like, everybody but, wants to get an SEC. Right. But then right. there's the Conference USA, right? That's where Western's well, at. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I wanted to get into the Missouri Valley Conference, which is uh, like Eastern. Murray State, Eastern Kentucky, yep. you mm-hmm. know, around here in this area. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I couldn't find how to apply to the mm-hmm. Missouri Valley Conference. So, being proactive and – kind of a guy that I am, I contacted the commissioner of the Missouri Valley Conference Sports mm-hmm. and said, hey, sorry to bother you. If this bothers you, just delete the email. Right. Uh, I'm a retired vet, been doing this for seven years. I want to move up to the next level. Please let me know how to apply. I can't find anywhere how to apply to the Missouri Valley Conference. I, just let me know how to do it. If, if, it, if not, thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. I get a reply back that says, hey, the reason you can't find a reason to apply is the Missouri Valley Conference, the MAC Conference, and the Big Ten All filters use the same officials. Yeah. And it's uh, out okay. of the Big Ten. And he's like, so, my best friend, who's the commissioner of officials, I'm going to afford this to him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get a call out of the blue. And, it's, and the guy's like, hey, you're a retired military guy? Uh, yeah. And then we, we talk for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to send you a link. We usually don't start hiring until March. 
but go ahead and put your application in. We'll get it get it get it started fast tracked. Uh, come March, you could probably come up here and 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 if you get that far along, you'll do your on field stuff with us in March. Oh hell yeah! And I'm dude. like, all right, cool. And so uh, I filled out the application. Uh, Arbor Sports is kind of weird the way that they do our scheduling. Yeah. Uh, they archive everything after every year, and the only way that you can get the schedule is through your assigner. And so when I because I called Arbor Sports, like I can't find 2020 and 2021 schedules. And they're like, it's because they've been archived. And I'm like, well, can you archive them and send it to me? And they're like, no, only your signer can do that. So I had to contact him today and was like, hey, you know, I need those two years of scheduling, please. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he's, he's a great guy. He's, he's, the, he's the reason I started doing the officiating. He's the one that recruited me. Uh, mm-hmm. His name's Chris Fields. He's an amazing guy, yeah. best guy in the world. Um, and he, he's on top of it now. And, yeah, you know, if, if I get lucky, then I will get to do – the Missouri Valley Conference games. Yeah. If I get really lucky, then I'll get to do Big Ten games, you know. Right. Uh, it depended yeah, it on how well I do on those on-field things. But just like with us, officiating's hurting everywhere. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, with the COVID thing and, and with – it's it's kind of a grandfathered clique of guys that have been doing it forever. Yeah, they're already and, in. And they, they're already in there. They that, don't want to leave. Or, the, or they right. bring their buddies in. Right, yeah. or they bring their buddies in, yeah. and, and, they, and or they move up to the next level, yeah. NFL, blah, blah, blah. And that's what most of the, the college people now are wanting to do NFL jobs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I ever want to go that So what's <laughs> okay. So is there a pay scale? What's going on with that? Is that- <laughs> it's, it's you do not do it for the money. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you do not do it for the money. Uh, for – for JV games or freshman games, I think it's about $55 a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, for varsity games, depending on whether it's a seven-man crew or a five-man crew, uh, you get anywhere from $75 to $85. Um, for uh, college games, it's significantly higher than oh, that. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. significantly Absolutely. higher Absolutely. But the high school, uh, Kentucky's a little bit behind on, on the pay scale. Like in Tennessee. For high school? The high school. Yeah. Like in Tennessee, if you did a Friday night game in Tennessee, it's $115 plus – your mileage per diem okay. to go to the game. Here in Kentucky, it's $55. Or uh, high school, varsity would be $85 flat rate. No okay. No food, no per diem, no nothing. Right. And it's, uh, you know, and that's what Chris is going in front of the lobby and in front of the uh, board this year for a pay increase. And, it, I mean, it, he'll probably maybe get half of what he asked for, but still – it's still yeah. a little bit better than what it is now. Well, I mean, that's okay. that's that's good info for our listeners out there. If anybody's oh, yeah, interested absolutely. in doing like officiating, uh, if you're a football fan, that's basketball, you know, basketball, any sport, anything, really, yeah, yeah. really anything, you get to watch like, great football. Absolutely, you're, from oh, the yeah. best from the, perspective in the world, <laughs> exactly. you're on the fucking <laughs> yeah. field. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a football fan. I did not play football in high school, but like. I Damn, I would. I, I'm considering. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, only, I only played one year, and I haven't. I haven't watched a professional football game other than the Super Bowl, probably in the last five years. You guys would love it. It's well, you've watched it's more amazing. since we've been hanging out. Titans yeah, games and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been watching since we, you and I have been. You guys out would love it. It's amazing. Out. I'm telling you, it's you get to meet, and the kids are amazing. The kids are awesome. You get yeah. to meet, you get to meet so much of the kids and and like it, it, with being in this area, you get a lot of the same schools. You mm-hmm. get to see those same kids over and over and over again, and they remember you. And you watch and, their and, you progression know, as you well. Do, you do. You know, and you see a freshman who's out there, you know, playing first game as varsity, and then you get to see what he's like when he's actual varsity as a senior. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the uh, same way the kid. I can't remember his last name. I'm horrible with names. 
uh, the quarterback from South Warren that's at Western now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I got I got to watch him progress up from junior high all the way up through high school, and now he's up at Western well, and he's the back. I mean, you oh, wow. imagine seeing the past quarterback Zappy. Oh yes, oh, yeah. I mean oh, yeah. where he's at now. He's oh, yeah. with New England. He's killing it right now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I wish. I wish he would go to Houston. I really do because I, I I'm not I'm not much of a New England fan, but he makes me root for him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great yeah. guy. And like I said, I went we went and did their uh, their their spring game when he was there yeah. a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, the arm that guy had! You're just like <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, wow. how can he not succeed? Like he's broke yeah. he broke the record the, for for NCAA NCAA all Both time of, all time. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All time. That's crazy. Not, so, not just Division One, all, all time. time. Yeah, hell yeah. So Two is there a reason them. why most Sorry, yards, most touchdowns? Is that what it was? Both of them? I do not? think most touchdowns in the season. Yeah. And the most passing yards Twice, ever. Yeah, yeah. Ever. yeah, yeah. So is there a reason why you wouldn't want to go to professional level? I do because, like, the only reason why would be so much traveling. There'd be so much traveling right. to do, and and. Like when I when I joined the military when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. I did that because I wanted my kids to have stuff, and yeah. I missed out so much. Yeah. Of, of and now that my kids are adults and they have their own families, get to mm-hmm. be around and we get to do our things together, I just wouldn't want to be gone again all the time. Yeah, I understand that, and, and I don't think they'll be fair understand to that. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. Sense. Yeah. So okay, so you're wanting to stick with college then? Is that what that's what you're saying? Yeah, I. Uh, that's that's like since I've started, uh, like when I first started, all I wanted to do was high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. but since I've been out there with the high school, and I've gotten to do the the chain crew at Western, and I've gotten to go to the the, the college games, it's it's so much faster. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to be on your game for that, and when you're officiating, and I, it's kind of a challenge thing, and I, I want to move up to the next level to see right. if I'm right. if I'm capable and of see, doing I, that level. No, exactly. I can, you yeah, know, yeah. I can see right now. I can see what's going to happen. You're going to do the college like. <laughs> Hey, I want to go to the next level. Let's go professional. Let's go professional. You see, you see how old I am, right? <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna there's happen. old. There's old. You're not that old though. You, yeah, like, but you, you got those. You got those 25 year old kids that are coming up there and doing. There's that old stuff. ass professional or old ass. Uh, but I don't have the guns like Hockaday had, man. <laughs> <laughs> that dude had guns. That dude man. was moving. That dude was moving. So, so you, I mean, you think you think like. You know, you you've done Western, right? You've done the, the the chains, but as far as physical activity, can you see a difference from what you've done? But between yes, high school yes and college, yes, no. But see, like like in high school, we have a five man crew mm-hmm. that covers the entire hundred yard field. Mm-hmm. In college, they have eight people. That cover okay, that field. so like I said, it's everybody and has so their in zones. Professional, they have what? They probably have ten. <laughs> exactly. I would say they probably have ten. Well, I'd say I'd, I'd say that I think they do the eight man, just like ten college to twelve. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And and but what it is, they have those two deep wing guys. They're always back there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and and you got the back judge, which he's the guy that nobody gets behind. Mm-hmm. So he's the guy that's at the goal line. Yeah. So. Um, he's the so, guy that's usually calling safety. I don't think I don't think you don't think it's any more going from high school to to college physically. Running down the field, no. But the speed of the plays and everything, seeing the holds, seeing the blocks, seeing the – it's going to be so much more faster that you can't wait 
three seconds to throw the flag in the NFL. You're going to have to see it, and boom, there it is, mm-hmm. and get it out. And, and see, in high school, that's what they try, they try to teach you, the way I was taught, is that, like, if it's a hold, I'm going from looking at it, I'm going, it's a hold. Do I put my hand on my, my uh, uh, on your belt? On, on is my belt where speakers, my flag speakers. is. Flag, yeah, yeah. Okay. Where my flag is. And I'm putting my hand on the flag going, hey, it's a hold. And then if it's still there, I'm throwing it. Because right. I'm making sure that it's a hold. You know, and it's at the point of but attack. Are you waiting for out. another judge to, to confirm that? Or no, no, no. I'm just okay. confirming that to make sure because but at the but at the college and the next level, you don't have that Throw it. that option because so you're looking at like every play is getting reviewed by the audience and by other people. So right. you're you know, you're sitting there and you're seeing boom hold, you're gonna have to throw a flag on it. You're not going to be able then to Then it can say, be reviewed. Right. But, but you, want, school, you want to make sure, you want right. to make sure that flag right. is thrown. But in high school, we don't have any capability. If there's so any question. Right. Yeah. We're just yeah. like, has so to be, has to be, boom, there it yeah. is. So, right. like, high school level, you're looking at a five to ten second delay before the call is made. Pro, pro, I'd say College, you're looking three to five. Yeah. And then professional, you're like, it has to be instant or it doesn't count. Exactly. Exactly. Got you. Okay. Exactly. Well, I mean, get that. Because you want to, if you don't throw the flag, there's nothing to review. Right. Correct. Right. Right. And, 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 but you're going to get the coach that says, hey, there was a hold on that that gave the guy, and, and, you know, three extra yards down the field on the run. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're That's like – That's another question. So, they can't throw – so, they can't throw, like, a review if not, there was no flag thrown. Not in high school, no. No, all they're going to be doing over no, like is college. yelling at you and yelling college. at the guys. College, college. They, 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 they can re- – certain plays are reviewable. Right. Not, not but can they review it if there's no flag thrown? No. Right, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, what, what, like, if it's not really a flag thrown, but like, if it's a, uh, if it's they're running the ball, and they think that the ball got spotted wrong, right? Spotted, or they caught yeah, them down exactly. wrong, or yeah. if it, they can't go, they can't. You missed pass you interference, missed, yeah, exactly. They can't Unless throw. there was a flag thrown, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. not an instant okay. challenge to hey, review the tape. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you're spot, never, and yeah. you're never going to get that instant replay guy up there going. You guys missed that defensive pass interference. We're going to review that. Mm-hmm. You know, th- no. If there wasn't a flag thrown, they're going to the next play. Right. Gotcha. Okay. okay. That's awesome. Cool, man. Man, that's this is this is super. Like I could spend hours talking about this. Because oh yeah, absolutely. I love football, and that's the one thing about football that's very not known. And this should this should be known. Like, yeah, absolutely. Everybody should be in tune to what a uh, official goes through. I mean, well, it, it, well, you'll be once you get into the officiating thing. It's so hard to watch football from that point on because you're counting the people on the field as yeah. they come out on the TV. Yeah. You're just like one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> just like you're doing out there. You're like, oh, wait, stop! I'm not, I'm not officiating right now. Yeah. And then, then you see little things that other people don't notice. Like there was an NFL game last year that I just happened to be watching the game, and I was watching, and they had the ball spotted on the two yard line. And the center was standing there, and they had, like, the, the, the defense was on one side of the ball, the offense. They're kind of huddled up. The center took his foot and scooted the ball a yard up with his foot. Mm-hmm. And nobody caught it. Mm-hmm. And so they got down, hiked the ball, and scored a touchdown. And I was like, they didn't see that? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was getting I, ready to ask. Like, you critique a lot I, of I professional it and, games and, and shit. I videoed it on my phone, and I sent it to our signer, Chris, and was like – Look at this. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is an NFL level. And he was like, how did they miss that? And he was like, that's weird. How did you even notice that? And mm-hmm. I was like, it's just that's what you're doing because at the umpire position, you're looking in from the ball right. 
to the offensive line, defensive line. That's all you're you're, you're right there with those guys. Mm-hmm. I seen a TikTok video just recently that showed a guy an official, mm-hmm. and it's like it's blatant, like blatant. It was a chain mover, like they chain move the chains, and he was like, move it as far as you can. The commentator on the video, move it as far as you can. You can see the official grab the chains and move it back in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. The guy stretched it out to, to, to make sure it's to, not tight. Yeah. No, you want it to be tight. Yeah, you want it to be tight. And, the, and this this official moved it back in just a little bit, and then picked the ball up and moved it closer to the chain. Oh wow! No, wow! And, and no. It was like it was it was like blatant. No. Yeah, like because I'm like same way, same way. There's there is a procedure that you go through mm-hmm. to do to do when you when you come out and do a measurement. Everybody has their job to do, and it's like. The back judge comes up, puts his hand on the ball, and holds it mm-hmm. so the ball doesn't move. Uh, as an umpire, I'm the one that takes the chain from the guy and pulls it out. I'm the one that okay. pulls it to where the ball's yeah. at. That's what the umpire does. And then the referee's standing there. The uh, the the head linesman has the clip, and he has the, the point on the line to put it on. Mm-hmm. And then the referee's looking to see if it's – a first down, Official, or not. yeah, yeah. And right. so, and so everybody's got their little job to do. And if but the ball should never move from that point on. Oh, this dude right. grabbed the ball, moved it like a half an inch towards the change. You can see he's like picked it up, he's like moved it, and then walked away. And like, I don't know if it's a high school game, a college game, or what, but like it was late. Well, there's awesome rules that you see. Like one of the coolest videos I've ever seen on TikTok was it said who won this game, mm-hmm. and the kids lined up. It's it's six to three. The mm-hmm. team that has three is kicking a field goal at the end of the game, mm-hmm. right? So they line up for the field goal. The kicker kicks the ball. It gets blocked straight up in there. Right. Well, the defender catches the ball out of the air. Well, the team that has the six comes running out on the field like they've won the game. Mm-hmm. Well, the defender from that team throws the ball in the air like he to won. celebrate yeah. mm-hmm. and goes like running rabbit. off. The offensive player, the kicking team, Catches the ball, runs it in. They win by three points <laughs> yep. on the touchdown because mm-hmm. the ball was never grounded and it never crossed the line of scrimmage. <laughs> right. So, the, the, you know, they end up losing the game because the ball was never grounded. so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be horrible. Yeah, that's if, absolutely If you're that horrible. guy, it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, so, one, of, that's one of those, uh, the, the ESPN, what's it called? The uh, Not top ten? Yes, not yeah, top ten. Not top ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So – that brings me to one more question, and then we can move on to something else. So, do you and other officiants, like, actually, like, talk about professional college games, stuff like that? Like, y'all watch games, and you'll go over yes. things that you guys have seen in yes. college games, misplays, mm-hmm. things like that, that they could have. More of, like, like, like the officials that we have here in the Scott Conference, you, you might not necessarily, like, on the JV and freshman games – you might not necessarily be with the same people every time. Right. So you got the people coming from the Friday night varsity game right. to work with you on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where did you work this week? And they're like, Glasgow. And they'll say, yeah, we had this play that happened. And they'll explain, like, you know, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have that huddle now where we can look at all the plays of all the games. So mm-hmm. you can pull up that actual play, look at it, and you'll be like, what do you think happened here? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think we should have done here? And you can right. sit there and talk about it, critique it. Same way, yeah. Did you watch the game Friday night when so and so they made the the pass interference call and it right, you know, right, blah, blah, right. blah. And you're just like, yeah, I, you know, this is what I think. But you know, same way with with I always heard opinions like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, people just don't understand that you know you're out there making that split second decision, mm-hmm. and and 
and whatever it is, you have to you have to support the guy yeah. who makes the decision because mm-hmm. you're in your job and doing your section of the yeah. thing. You're not doing their job. So exactly. if they make a call, you're there. You got their back. You're just mm-hmm. like, hey, that's what they called. That's what it is. Right. You know. And then afterwards, if you look at the play, you'd be like, eh, that might not have been what it is. You might want to work on that. You know. Right. Blah, blah, right. Blah. You're critiquing without being an asshole. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Sir. Gotcha. He's wearing Auburn hat. I mean, come on. <laughs> so you heard who the new coach is in uh, in in talks with Auburn. Oh, I, know. I heard that. Oh, Dion. Stoops. Stoops. No, Deion Sanders. No, from Stoops. Jackson State, Kentucky. They're coming out for Kentucky. If we get Dion, you know how much recruiting we're gonna get out of Deion Sanders. Dude. What is he? Is no. Yes. Come on. His son's yes. leaving. Dion over Stoops. Come yes. on. Yes. Dion over Stoops. You'd want Dion over Stoops. Joe. Joe. How many people know who Stoops no, is? I, I don't want. I don't want you to take Stoops. I don't. Lee, want, we don't want Stoops. Lee, we want. No, okay, good. We want. Good. We want Deion Stoops. Sanders or we want Hugh Freeze from Liberty. <laughs> those two. That, those are the two coaches that I want to come to Auburn. Yeah. Hashtag Larry said it right here. <laughs> hashtag Larry said it. Yeah. Hashtag Larry said it. Come on, Dion. We love you, Dion. We want you. I, I will give you twenty extra dollars. Whatever you get paid. Dion, <laughs> Dion fills seats. Is he a coach, though? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he – He'll, he'll you, fill seats. Have you not seats. seen what he's done with his son? Have you not seen Jackson State play? No, I, have, I actually haven't. I, haven't. Okay. I, can't, I saying, can't talk about it. They're 10-0. and 0, but, They're 10-0. and 0. Okay. They're 10-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son should be in the Heisman talk, mm-hmm. but they're historically black college, so that will probably never happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, his son, the, fir- the one game that I played, uh, watched, was like their fourth game of the season – he threw for 497 yards. He was 38 for 40, threw six touchdown passes, and ran two touchdowns in. And damn. they're averaging 65 points a game. That's and pretty damn good. It, uh, yes. In what conference? And it, it's uh, would be the uh, – let's see. Jackson State, I do believe they're in the SIAC, which is this – Is Jacksonville State? Like Jackson State. Jackson State. Jackson okay. State, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what they are in. They're, they're, they're in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're yeah, that's Jacksonville, right? No, no, no. Jacksonville's in Florida. No, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville, Jacksonville State, State, right? Jaguars. Jacksonville. I thought you meant yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville State is in Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. But but no, they have an amazing team, and he's going to be leaving. He's going to be going, going. He's going to put in for the draft. He'll probably mm-hmm. get drafted by somebody as a backup quarterback. Oh yeah, because I mean sure. he's he is. You're talking four one nine two three forty. I uh, mean. And got a cannon of an arm, accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he reminds me of uh, a smaller version of uh, the one who was the Oiler. Who's the who's the quarterback that used to be for the Oilers? Um, McNair. McNair. Yeah. He, he's like a small version of McNair, but legs like Lamar Jackson. Okay. So that's that's what he reminds me of. Okay. Yeah, and he's also going. And I'm not trying to shit on anybody's parade or anything, but he's also going by a little bit of a name. You know, oh yeah, he is. Oh yeah. oh yeah, he is the son of a professional football player, and you've got to give that some kind of credence a little bit if they have any kind of talent. Oh, it's because not they're just daddy a professional or, football player, yeah, probably not, the best defensive one back of the, to ever play. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Know, yeah. But you know, it, it, it's the same way with people going Shaquille into the military. Or, I mean, yeah, I think Shaquille Nelson is 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 doing well right now. Should be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Should be not, but, not just because he's Shaquille O'Neal's son, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that gives him. Well. But Same that's the Snoop reason Dogg's why son. Snoop Dogg's son's doing well in football as well. Exactly. But you've you've also got to look at him. A lot of people are focusing on them because of the name, right? 
And I mean, it, it's it's all and, and it's all about the bucks in college. Oh so yeah. It's, I mean, it's all about the right dollar, dollar is, bills. Yeah, because the NIL yeah. deals. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all about the dollar dollar bills. So I mean, you bring somebody like that to Auburn as a head coach, you get that recruitment. And I mean, if he's there for only two years. But you want to win games. But I'm just saying. You get but you want to win games. You're going to get the quality players to win games. Okay. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get the quality players to win games. Right I mean, now, we don't have the quality players. Because Brian Harson come in and screwed that all up. Because he wanted to go to that, that West Coast-style offense. Mm-hmm. And he thought he had Bo Nix. And then Bo Nix was like, I don't want Harson as a coach. And left and went through the portal to Oregon where he came from. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you're just like, oh my god! And oh, they yeah. showed they, they showed what was funny is they showed the uh, Bo Nix's stats against Marcus Mariota's stats when he won the Heisman, yeah. and they're pretty much exactly identical. <laughs> and it was, and I was like, but but, but you also got to give a little bit of credence to legacy, you yeah, know, when it comes to especially when it comes to Deion Sanders' son yeah. or anything like that. That's a person who is trying to either get to the same level that their parent was right, or trying to surpass their parent. I think in his mind he's saying, I'm going to write my own story exactly. once I get the chance. Exactly. Give me the That's chance to watch me. Not to switch gears, but I'm going to switch gears. Okay, switch <laughs> gears. Um, UK basketball. Um, so, UK basketball, one of my favorite players – of all time at UK was uh, Sam Jeff, Bowie, Jeff Shepard, Jeff Shepard, Skywalker. Jeff, Jeff Shepard's son is is starting or is is come on got a scholarship for UK this year. Reed, mm-hmm. Reed Shepard, and I think he's going to be a better player than Jeff was. That's very possible. I think he is. It's amazing. very possible. But I mean, just look at your own normal life. I mean, who, who <laughs> my, don't look at my normal. Who, who who doesn't want to one up their predecessors? Right. Who right. who doesn't want to one up their predecessors? Who doesn't want to make daddy proud? Exactly. Right. But at the same exactly. time, you don't want to live in your daddy's shadow. You don't want to. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he went to UK. He Reed come to UK. Mm-hmm. I don't think he came to UK because his daddy came to UK. Right. Right. But I think he that's his best opportunity. But that's exactly. why he's. Yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. why he's in the weight room every day. Right. That's probably why he's out on the basketball court right. shooting five hundred shots yeah. a day because yeah. exactly. he's like, I don't have to live out of my daddy's shadow. Yeah. Exactly, yep. you know, that's, yep. and, that, and that's the biggest. Pro- that's the biggest thing with where I see it as coming in with legacy is everyone expects me to be as good as this person, so I need to be better than what this person was. Look at Le- LeBron James with the way he makes his kids play basketball and everything else. I mean, he will. He is a hundred times harder on them. Yeah. Than any normal coach. Even if would you be. were the shit at what you exactly. did before, you were the shit like, like you did James. the best. Yeah, you did yeah. the best that had ever been in that position. So, do you want to train your predecessor how you were trained? No, no, you, you want to train, train them better, better, right. Right. right? And that's that's the biggest issue is a lot of them think, well, I'm going to train them better, but they hold them to a higher standard than right. what they were held to. Yeah, right. What about this podcast, y'all? This is fucking dude. This is I love doing this podcast. I, yeah. I'm so glad that Absolutely. we're now doing this on every Monday. <laughs> every Monday, I'm hey, hit happy. us up, coming out, and and just hang out. We do this every Monday. Come check us out. Absolutely. You've been having fun, Larry. Pocket. I'm I'm so glad you guys invited me. I've had, I've had, a, I've had a blast. Hell had yeah, a blast. dude. All right, so 
back to so mm-hmm. we've done the, the the official thing that was great that was mm-hmm. great content we loved yeah, it absolutely i dude. learned a shit ton of it yeah that I, was I, I, I knew a whole lot more coming into it yes. now than i did before and i can't wait to share this with everybody all right man so you've been officiating high school ball for the last seven years yes sir okay mm-hmm. So once you get into college, if you get into the college, oh, I'm sorry. how long do you think that you want to do college ball? I would like I, I I like I said I don't I don't plan or mm-hmm. or think about going to the next level the NFL right. whatever. Um, mm-hmm. If I could do the the college level the NAIA the the Missouri Valley Conference something around this area around here, mm-hmm. uh, I, as long as my body will let me. You know, it's it will be something that'll be a nice hobby. So mm-hmm. Big Ten, Big Ten gets you into what? Gets you into to the MAC, MAC conference, the Missouri Valley Conference, and the Big Ten. Okay. Okay. All right. They so use not the, the not the uh, you only get into Western games. No, because that's a that's Conference USA. Uh, right. That would, I would have to apply to a totally different entity to wow. be able to do that. Why okay. would you do that? But, to begin with, though, I mean, well, I mean, because I'd be biased, man. I'd be biased if I come here to, to the Western Games because I'm here from this area. Right. Uh, you I do, mean, I get that, but I at mean, the same and, time, and like besides, you're traveling everywhere else. You got, you know, you University of Texas San Antonio. You got all these other places you'd be going to as well. I right. totally get that, but I want to go to a place where I have no ties to anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about somebody saying, "Hey." You're uh you're over here calling this way because of a certain. I get that. Right? Yeah, right. that's awesome. It, it, which it really I'm, is. I wish you look I at wish you right now. Everybody would do that. Like yeah. I wish you couldn't apply for some place that you were uh, from. Right. Uh, right. Like alumni. you're a huge UA fan. I I can it's look UA. at it's, you. It's AU. It's I know AU. Whatever. Auburn University. University of Auburn. <laughs> Definitely it's all the fucking thing. <laughs> anyway, you're a huge fan. You would not. Be suitable to call suitable an, to Auburn call game, right. an Auburn game because, because Alabama would get 19, 19 right. flags on them for me because they suck. Exactly. But, no, right, good. right, right. I play. No, yeah, but you're, you're looking. Right. You're, you're right. looking. I would. I don't want to be put in a situation like that to where anybody could ever say, "Hey, you're doing this because, because you're an Auburn. You're trying fan to influence or... the game." Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're wanting to try to be as biased as possible. Yes, sir. Cool. So. Is there, is there a a bowl or a game or something that you really want to do? Oh, I tell you what, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And and I took my kids to it I think two years ago. Hawaii. No, I want to go to the Music City Bowl really? down in Nashville. You know, they're they're, they're because because we go to that's the Titans not, games. We go to the Titans right, games. Right, it'd be, right, be awesome yeah, yeah. to be able to do a game. In but that, I feel like that's facility. not that. Uh, that, that's un- not the, that's the not ultimate. That, that's not that unattainable. Right. Like, that, like, right. Well, it, it probably is because th- you think about it. Mm-hmm. You have so many bowl games. You've got thousands of officials. Exactly. And only certain ones get picked for it. It's probably going to be the same as the local to where the same people get the same games. You know, the, the guys that have been there forever are going to get the, the better games. Right. Because exactly. Because that's the way it works. And mm-hmm. that's life. And, mm-hmm. and I understand that. And – 
I would like to do the Music City Bowl because just because the Titans thing, being that right. stadium, being on that field, be like, wow, you know, hey, I'm out here on the field Fucking where Derrick Henry yeah. runs for 200 <laughs> yards a game. You know, yeah. that's that's cool. That means, exactly. That's, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, That's, that's what, that's what I like. This is the field where Auburn meet Purdue 63-14 to 14 that's exciting. In the music city bowl, I ain't gonna you know, lie. Yeah, like, I would love awesome. to be down there. I don't care if it was for one play or whatever. No. Can you hook me up? Can you hook me up? Uh, Can you hook me up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'll get you, you that three no, times. Listen, I'll, I will. I will give you an application. You come out there, man. We will hook you up. We'll hook you up. We're gonna put you back there, back judge. I, back I, judge. Don't do it for me because I would make the wrong calls and everything. Holding number seventeen. They'd Grab like, the grass. They're gonna be on like, the fifty-yard uh, line. It was a punt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He grabbed the grass he on scored. the fifty-yard line. <laughs> but he was thirty yards away. Touchdown. He still scored. He still We're scored. in the I'm middle of the field. Wrong. We're in the middle of the field, man. How good <laughs> it does. I don't care. <laughs> no, thank you. Hey, thank you guys I, for having me, man. Yeah, oh, this, dude, has been this has been great. It's been amazing. This has been great. All right, guys. Hey, we appreciate. Larry coming out tonight. And, Absolutely, uh, dude. We'll definitely have in, you out uh, again, dude, for man. sure. Absolutely. And, uh, hey, hit us up on uh, jumpingpocket at gmail.com. Jumpingpocket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at the Facebook page, hit us up. Yep. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us All know right. how we're doing. Trust us, if if you have an idea or a, a hobby that you really love to do, Something that you don't know a whole lot of people know about, let us know that because that's the kind of stuff that we want to spotlight. That's the kind of stuff that we want to go, all right, cool. Let's see if we can bring some extra people into the fold. Oh, yeah. And they will go full circle. (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) Press the button, Joe. Hold on. Hold on, Be All right. All right. We got to record this because this is not a good button. So. Give me, I'm gonna count to three, and we're okay. gonna record. We're gonna okay. All right, one, two, three. Full circle. That's, okay, I, I fucked it up. Hang on, I you did. It you talked right <laughs> in the middle of it. One, two, three. Full circle. Okay, there we go. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Larry's favorite part. Yes, it is. All right, yes, guys. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank the, you, Larry. Uh, Appreciate it, boss. To the uh, Jumping Pocket Podcast. We'll Joe see B. you all again. Peace Have out, a good night, brother. brother. Love you, brother. Be good. Love yes, you too, brother. Absolutely. Larry, always a pleasure, man. All right, y'all.